Hello and welcome to another episode of Mike M's Weekly Reads. <clears throat> I've been kind of lazy about doing these because, uh, well, I had to take a trip, business trip to California, which was interesting because on the way back, I almost got stuck at uh, in uh, Salt Lake City um, while we were in Los Angeles at LAX. First, it was weird because my ID wasn't scanning, so then I had to run back downstairs to get some other form done. And then I went back up, and then my bag was gone, and, and all this mess would happen. And then we got on the flight, and they said, oh, the, the stewardess or the steward microphone wasn't working, so they couldn't leave until they repaired it. And that took half an hour which took time off our layover in Salt Lake City. And I was on the flight with one other person, and that person luckily was faster than me running because we had to run from one terminal to the other. And we had seven minutes to get there, and it takes like seven minutes, like exactly. So he was able to hold hold up the, <laughs> the door for me to get back on the plane. But it was close. <clears throat> and then my parents came for a couple of days and uh, spent time with us. And we went to the Lobo game. I saw them lose to Air Force, which was really disappointing. But uh, it was a fun time to go see the Lobos. And I like to see them over at Kroon Arena. or well, I can't remember if it's Kloon, Kloon or Kroon Arena. I can't remember what the name is, of it is because it's so small it's almost like a high school <laughs> arena so you're so close to the players whereas at the pit which is an awesome place to watch basketball is you're so far away from the players but um yeah it's quite the adventure um i did get an order from uh a back issues from aaron myers uh this includes western gunfighters number one I think this is a reprint issue. It's a really nice copy of it, though. It looks the cover looks fantastic. <clears throat> and then I, I picked up Tales of Suspense number 61 and 73. Um, I've been trying, like I told you, to, to to get all of these issues of Tales of Suspense that feature uh, Captain America and Iron Man. And the same with uh, Strange Tales. This one has a this one's 125. This is a really nice looking cover. Um, it has a uh, human torch and a uh, and the thing fighting Submariner, and then a Doctor Strange story. And it's issue 125. I, I love the art on the cover. It's a really nice looking cover too because it's got white and the white is pretty white. I like it. And uh, we got 131, which is a Doctor Strange torch story. Um, we have uh, this one I've been trying to buy for, for quite some time. This is a, a very fine copy of Strange Tales Brother Voodoo, the first appearance of, uh, doc, of uh, Dr. Voodoo. And uh, this is one that I've wanted for quite some time that I was able to pick up. Really nice copy. And then uh, I have X-Men 38, uh, which has the blob fighting the X-Men and the Vanisher on the cover. And then this is a really nice cover. This has Magneto. He's larger than life fighting the X-Men. 
and this is issue 43. 45 has Cyclops fighting Quicksilver. <clears throat> really nice cover as well. The number 61, which is the second appearance of Sauron. Um, he's fighting Angel in the sky while the other X-Men are, are watching. Uh, we have 63 X-Men. Uh, this is Magneto. It says the Triumph of Magneto. Looks like he's ordered, or opening up a portal. And it might be Jean Grey behind there because on the cover, you, it looks like you have Kazar, uh, Cyclops, Iceman, and Beasts there. It's interesting. Uh, 65 uh, has Iceman, Angel, Beast, Jean Grey, and Cyclops fighting a, a monster. And this one I've read before. This is a really good issue. <laughs> Number 85. <clears throat> which uh, has uh, the X-Men fighting uh, Factor 3. That was a fun issue. To, that whole arc is, is fun to read. And then I was missing X-Men 105. This has Fire Lord on the cover fighting the X-Men. And 116, which has Cyclops. It looks like Kazar and Banshee. <clears throat> being sacrificed to a sun god. Uh, Thor 129 has Hercules and uh, Thor on the cover and Zeus right in the middle. I picked up uh, two issues of Jack Kirby's uh, Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen 144 and 147. I think that leaves me like three more Jack Kirby issues that I need to get from that series. Um... This is Fantastic Four 53. This is not a nice copy. This is between G and VG, probably. Uh, has a tear, small tear in the upper left-hand corner. And it has, the, it's the first appearance of Black Panther's father, I believe. And the first appearance of Claw. Another series I want to complete is Jungle Action. I picked up Jungle Action number 8 and number 19. Uh, this one I've been looking for for quite some time. It's when Hulk jumped. So Hulk went like five issues. I can't remember if it's five or six issues. Like one through five. And then it moved to Tales to Astonish. And then it left Tales to Astonish and came back to the Hulk with 102. And I picked up 102, 103, and 104, which was the next one I had was 105. So I filled in some of the holes. And then I filled in a hole there with 113 and picked up Hulk 131, 132, 133. And I finally picked up Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number one. Uh, I've been looking for this and... Uh, I decided to go with a fourth print because it was under a grand. And if I do run into the right situation, I might get the first print. But this was a good, a really nice copy. I was glad to pick it up and uh, get that right there. So I thought I'd take care of one question. Uh, we'll go to my list of questions on Twitter and uh, see what I have um, under bookmarks. Um...
I written by any of which book would it be? If you could be written into. Um <clears throat> this is from Dallow. And I thought I covered this one, but I I don't remember it, so I'm gonna cover it again, so my answer might change. <clears throat> if you could be written into any book for a story arc, which book would it be? And who's the writer and what's the character? Hmm. I would like to be written by Mark Russell, drawn by Keith Giffen and Scott Koblish in an OMAC book. And I could just be a side character in that issue dealing with OMAC. Uh, I, I would be so ecstatic to, to be in an OMAC comic. Uh, that's what I would like. So that hopefully answers your question there. Dallow, thank you for the question. And I can, I need to clean the screen on this laptop. And the next question is from, uh, I did, he, he did ask, and I think I covered it on the last episode, uh, try lunch money comics I, I tried it um i don't think it's for me but i i kind of liked it as a guy that went to a indoor flea market and uh was a you know he was showing all the back issues he picked up and he was picking up a lot of daredevil for that particular issue and um it's kind of neat to go through these flea market things and see it but i i don't know i just uh don't have time for youtube so uh, I probably won't return to that one, but uh, thanks for suggesting it. I, I think it would be in my al alley if I was into like YouTube videos. So uh, thank you. Um, Kirk says, why does the hair on your head get thinner while your eyebrows and ear hair grow thicker with age? I don't know. And the other thing I don't know is why the white hair is always longer than the black hair or the darker hair. So like if you are growing a beard and you have some white hairs, they'll be longer than the the black hairs. I, I don't I don't understand that either. So uh, it's just part of getting old and not understanding why what's what's happening. So um, I can remove that one from bookmarks. Did you order comics from the ads in Comic Book Buyer's Guide? Uh, no, I didn't even have Comic Book Buyer's Guide um, or Comic Buyer's Guide. Uh, I didn't order comics at all uh, online. Uh, I never looked in those ads and sent away for a catalog. I just went to the spinner racks and bought comics. And later on, after I discovered comic stores, I I never wanted to order. Uh, mail or is more expensive. Why would I want to? buy something if I know I missed out on a lot of exclusive stuff but for the most part I've been pretty lucky and happy getting what you know what I can at a comic book store I I do get stuff for mail too like I recently ordered a uh, a Doom Patrol 86 which is the first edition the first issue of Doom Patrol with the title just Doom Patrol because it jumped from my grace to venture 
into uh, Doom Patrol, and that was one I was missing because I had 87, and it was one of my goals to complete Doom Patrol and to complete Cap. I've made a made some progress on Cap. Um, I think I'm only missing like five issues of Cap, and I have to verify in that closet that I have the rest of them because I could swear I have Ed Brubaker Cap, and and my database doesn't show it. So I need to go to the uninventoried uh location of comics and and see that and i i'd like to just take a day off sometime and just just look at that um closet but uh uh another question from kirk is did you know my family called me pillsbury doughboy as a baby <laughs> no i didn't uh i i he must have had a little bulgy uh, stomach. So, uh, <laughs> see, now I'm the Pillberry Doze Boy. And uh, I was very fit as a young man. Um, but now I have a, a huge pill. I could be the blob. Ho, 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 or Jabba the Hutt. But uh, there you go. So, I'm almost done with questions. I might as well wrap them up and then request some more. Because I think I only have one more question. Uh, question for Mike M's Weekly Reads. Bloodshot is 30 years old. Favorite stories from this character? Um, God, it's been a long time since I've read uh, Bloodshot. Um, but I will have to say that I, I really remember Jeff Lemire's... Uh, bloodshot uh series quite fondly so i I, I would go with that that run right there and then the original run the that came out but for some reason um i was always a bigger fan of rye um but i i did like bloodshot i always like what was the you know i was always curious because rye i, I think came out first if i remember correctly and i was like what is bloodshot you know but uh he grew on me really fast and i did love the initial uh run at least the first two it must have been all the way until like uh issue uh 30s is where i was really into it but uh, you might as well just say that first volume, <laughs> which went to issue 40, 51. Was that a claim? Yeah. So let's back up just a little bit. Actually, I did like Mark Moore Terry quite a bit. And that was the acclaim era. But, uh... With issue 39, I'll say what, after Kevin Van Hook left, that was probably the the good run that I, I really liked. But it's always been good. Like I, I've never like looked at Valiant and thought, oh, this isn't good. Like I, I I've always pretty much liked it. There was one called Drop Zone or, or something like that. Uh, 
I can't remember who wrote it, but I, I didn't like that because it was just so out of character. Like, it, it just seems so out of Valiant. And that was with, uh, you know, Dinesh's group, Valiant Entertainment Incorporated or whatever they want to call. Um, and now I guess we're in that other era, which we only get one Valiant comic a week, but... Uh, I mean, I wish it was a week. It's a month, but uh, I'll take what I can get. So the books that I got from Aaron were Western Gunfighters, number one, uh, Tales of Suspense, Iron Man, and Captain America. Did I already go over these? Yeah, I could have sworn I did. I already went over these, so I don't need to talk about what I got. I, I explained it already. So uh, now I'm going to go into the weekly reads and see where I left off and try to do two weeks um, so I'll be right back because I have to do totals alright I'm back and uh, we'll start with the week of Christmas or when the 26th going through the first of uh, January and it looks like whatever was going on and I I don't remember if I was here, I was—I think I was here, but I guess I didn't read a lot, um, and I don't know why, because I should have, but uh, it looks like I didn't. Either that or I, I just failed to record stuff. But uh, during that week of the holiday, I was off, and I did watch The Last Blockbuster and The Glass Onion and uh, enjoyed those. Those are both four out of five. The last Blockbuster was, is a documentary about the last Blockbuster store. And I can't remember if it's in Ohio somewhere or Iowa. I can't remember, but it's one of those. And um, I don't know if it's still there, but you can look. There was even a TV show on Netflix that was based on the last Blockbuster uh, which I did watch later in the future. Glass Onion was uh, Knives Out uh, sequel with different, like a different mystery. Um, uh, really enjoyed that. That was on Netflix. The three out of five was Leonide Vampire Miracle at the Crow's Head. This is that little girl vampire. Um, she arrives in a depressed town and they celebrate because they think that she is a dead girl that was resurrected. But then this priest that always like hunts her down is resurrected and seeks to destroy her. She turns the town to vampires and takes off with her uh, bat father. And uh, I gave that a 3 out of 5. Uh, artistically, it looks nice. It's an okay story for a one-shot. Uh, I liked it. Um, I didn't love it or didn't really like it, but... <clears throat> I did buy two of them, uh, and I don't know if I'd buy this title again. Mary Jane and the Black Cat, uh, number one, uh, is a dark web crossover. Demons are attacking New York, and MJ and the Black Cat, uh, MJ manifests random powers like Hero for Hire, you know, the dial. Uh, what she comes up with is not always a good power. Sometimes they're great, sometimes they suck. I uh, don't know where they came from, just uh, like. We don't know where her kids or her family came from. And now they're partnered up. And I think, if I remember correctly, Black Cat is sort of seeing Peter again. So um, 
she's off with her kids and family and he's off with black cat and she hasn't told mj about them yet uh she's contemplated it in future issues as i've read on uh dark web miss marvel this is really good one it's not essential to the event uh not necessarily it is the only dark web uh number two is what i'm missing um it does a fantastic job with the supporting cast like miss marvel always does is what drives me to miss marvel in the first place so it's really solid issue gold goblin has been one of the shining stars i think by christopher cantwell out of the uh dark web series uh norman is struggling to stay a hero and protect his family looks like jack-o-lantern is going to be become a more powerful villain and I, I, did, I think I didn't realize with the jack-o'-lantern, I think I, maybe I, I realized and I just forgot, but the guy who's the jack-o'-lantern was a hobgoblin, I think. So a lot has been happening with hobgoblins in the Amazing Spider-Man title, so makes it interesting. Sandman number nine, this is the original series. The queen falls in love with Morpheus at the cost of her city, uh, told through the eyes of the natives, talking to their sons to learn the tale. Um, this is sort of told in the TV show because the TV show's adapting, you know, all the way through Dollhouse and then a one shot or two at the end. But uh, a really good comic. Those were all four out of five. So the four out of fives were the dark uh web stuff all the way to sandman and then the three out of five was the leonide um the vampire vampire or whatever you want to call her and then from uh january 1st to january 8th uh i had a little more respectable in terms of comics um during this time i i think i was really lazy about recording stuff and i really ought to go back to see if I did miss something, because I might have kept recorded it in Facebook or Twitter. Um, if there's a way you guys know how to query Twitter, like for time period, I would really like to know that. If I can record my tweets for a week and see, I, I think it would be beneficial. So please let me know um, if you know how to do that. I, I would love to go back to the week of uh, December 26th through the 1st and, and see what I was tweeting um, to see if I did miss anything. Okay, that, that the week of the sec, I mean the January 2nd through January 8th, there were a total of 27 comics, one Viz, one Marvel, one Dynamite, 19 DC, four cross-gen, and one AC. You're like, whoa, cross-gen? Well, um, you'll, you'll see what I get to it. Uh, these were all four out of fives with the exception of there was a five out of five that was DC. Uh, we got Immortal uh, Red Sonia. Uh, Red Sonia wears chainmail shirt possessed by King Arthur. This is number two. She is on a journey to seek Merlin to restore Arthur. She tussles with the Green Knight and gets another object she can't get rid of, and it's a sword. Uh, this Dynamite series turned out to be really good. I think I finished the entire thing. And... Um, I'd recommend it if you're a Red Sonja fan. It turns out to be really good. Uh, you, you get to find out that that, that uh, character is not uh, really uh, um, 
Merlin <laughs> if you stick with it. But uh, that's a really good series. Uh, what else do we got? Uh, Chainsaw Man, Volume 6. The woman he fell in love with at the diner is a bomb demon who wants to kill him. Um, I got to get on number 7 and 8, I think, um, soon. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. I, I didn't buy this uh, physically, but I saw it showed up on the Marvel app and I wanted to read it. Uh, Aim, Hydra, and the Hand, and others come after Shang-Chi's Ten Rings. I was also wanted to read it because of uh, who who wrote it. Um, but uh, we got Swamp Thing 10 through 13. This is uh, the new Swamp Thing, Levi, dealing with his family and uh, also the, uh, what what is the industrial, um, the rust? I, I can't remember what they are. The Parliament of industry um that he has to go up against that was really a uh, cool s series a uh, robin the new series 6 through 11 uh no this is the old series um i went back okay here's what happened with robin i started reading tim drake uh robin and really liking it and said i and i had read robin's crossover with deathstroke and I wanted to go back and make sure I read the entire series. So I read the 6 through 11. And uh, the final battle pits Connor, uh, the, the Green Arrow, against uh, Damien. Um, Roz's mom revealed to be the leader of the League of Lazarus and is sacrificing, sacrificing the players to the demon that will destroy the world. So it will come back better. Um she is defeated as Roz and Talia arrive. They go after someone that escaped and flatline Connor and Damien stop the mentor fighter of the League of Shadows. The League of Assassins and League of Lazarus are disbanded. It looks like Robin is going to bring back Alfred. So that was, you know, towards the tail end of Robin, uh, the Damien series that precedes Tim Drake Robin. Uh, we then have Femme Fantastique. This is from AC Comics. This is uh, Rad gets DNA cloned by an alien race to defend a planet. The second story is about Dragonfly is stuck in an alternate world where she has to fight her way back to her own world. We then have from CrossGen a licensed property, Snake Poliskin Chronicles 1-4. through 4. Snake teams up with another thief to only be betrayed as they go after the car that Kennedy, J.F. Kennedy, was assassinated in, in for $30 million. It was a really unique story. Sandman 10 through 12. This was uh, the dollhouse story. Uh, very much uh, similar to the what, what happens in Dollhouse on the Netflix series. Uh, really good. I've been reading along with it. Uh, we have Sandman Universe, The Nightmare Country 1 through 3. The young artist who draws the Corinthian gets visited by the Corinthian, and Mr. Ecstasy and Mr. Agony are sort of chasing her. Uh, they burn her place down, and she goes to her friend who is at a senator's house. Um, and it looks like that senator is very malicious, of malicious nature, anyway. 
And then the five out of fives was the Untold Legends of the Batman. Um, really good uh, comic book. Um, highly recommend it. You can, if if you don't own it, um, I do own physical copies, and I do, it's on the app. Uh, so I highly recommend reading it. Uh, it it's some early John Br- Byrne Batman um, as well um, on the first issue. The writer is Len Wein, so you can't go wrong there. The cover artist is uh, Garcia Lopez. Um, Jim Aparo draws issue two. And issue three is by Jim Aparo and Joe Statton. It is really, really good story. Um, highly recommended. So that's five out of five. So the five out of fives for the week were uh, just Untold Legends of the Batman. And uh, the next highest one was Sandman number nine. So uh, from the previous week. So I want to thank you for listening. Uh, I won't go any further. I'll just, I think I'll just keep doing the two weeks and see if I eventually have a week where I can catch up a little bit. But um, I want to thank you for listening. And you can reach me at Twitter at Mike. At Mike Myers Brunch, at Mike Myers Brunch. You can reach me at email at mike at comicbooknoise.com. You can find me at geekbrunchpodcast.com where you find this episode. And you can go to dcnoisepodcast.com for all the DC Spotlight. Um, I, I really think you should check out DC Spotlight. It's a really good po- podcast I do with Kyle. Um, we just upgraded the website. And during that upgrade, I lost the RSS for a month or two, and our episodes weren't getting posted properly to the feeds. So they should be caught up now, and uh, we caught the error, um, and uh, everything's fixed. So uh, catch our DC threads. Like uh, we did talk about on DC Spotlight, some of the books that that in, in detail uh, we talked about uh uh, Sandman Universe, the Nightmare Country, and Untold Legends of the Batman. So uh, check that out. And uh, I'll be back in probably two weeks. And I hope you enjoyed yourself. Please send me questions at Mike Myers Brunch on Twitter as I'm out now. So uh, appreciate you listening. And uh, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.